Welcome to the Money Makers podcast brought to you by Sophia. Sophia is an exciting education platform for women focused on managing your money and growing your wealth. This podcast is a show for amazing women everywhere of all ages. We will feature conversations on all areas of our lives where money matters affect women. Hi, I'm Christine Yu, co-founder of Sophia. On this episode of the Money Makers by Sophia, I sat down with ex-regulator and known crypto expert, Angelina Kwan. Angelina's career has spanned roles at the Hong Kong Securities and Futures Commission and Hong Kong Exchange before her move into the crypto world. She's also a champion for gender equality as the vice chair of the board of the Women's Foundation in Hong Kong. Given the fallout from FTX, I wanted to sit down with Angelina to talk about the future of crypto and what the role of regulation could look like in the world of digital assets. To set the stage, FTX is a now bankrupt crypto exchange, which at its peak was valued at $32 billion and was the third largest cryptocurrency exchange by volume. The fall of FTX has triggered a contagion in the industry. In the wake of its fall, we've seen crypto lender BlockFi go bankrupt. We're also seeing the rest of the sector under pressure. Angelina and I talk about whether crypto has a trust problem, what's next for the crypto industry, and the value of getting educated in the space. She also shares some investing wisdom she's learned throughout the years. Hi, Angelina. I'm so happy to catch a few minutes with you. Welcome to the show. So if you could please introduce yourself and tell us what you do in the crypto world. Well, thank you, Christine. And thank you, Sophia Women, for inviting me uh, today uh, to do this podcast. Um, I think it's really, really exciting. And the things that you're doing um, are cutting edge. uh, And I'm really, really proud and honored to be able to support you in terms of this webcast. So what do I do? Um, I I advise companies uh, as well as advise funds uh, on structuring as well as regulatory and compliance issues. I get people out of trouble if they're in trouble uh, on the regulatory side. Um, I put together companies or uh, together uh, back office operations for companies that would like to set up either in Hong Kong or elsewhere. And basically, um, hopefully advise people in terms of the right way to do business. Um, And uh, that's the areas that I'm working on right now and get asked most about. The most popular question is, uh, uh, how do I set up a crypto fund? That has been the most popular (laughs) until last week. (laughs) Well, it was until last week. Well, God. I'm glad to be talking to you about what's next for crypto. So let's set the stage. Um, FTX, as you know, one of the largest crypto exchanges has filed for bankruptcy. And in its wake, a crypto contagion seems to be unfolding in front of our eyes. Uh, Other crypto platforms are in trouble. The news around Gemini, BlockFi, and Genesis is front and center. You know, how are you viewing what's going on in the crypto world? I mean, does crypto have a trust problem? And, you know, what can what can be done to fix that? 
crypto doesn't have a trust problem. It's the people in crypto that have a trust problem, if I, <laughs> if you don't mind me saying. And I think we've seen a cast of characters um, that have been quite cavalier, um, mm -hmm. very, uh, shall we say, techie, and really not understanding that you know, you've been given a fiduciary duty to take care mm -hmm. of someone's either Bitcoin, uh, stablecoin, or even cash or and or stock. And with that comes great responsibility. And I think as I follow how FTX has unfolded and the contagion effect on that, um, I think there needs to be a real dose of um, integrity and compliance culture and understanding what are internal controls? What are um, what is doing the right thing for your customer? Mm -hmm. Doing the right thing for your customer is not taking their deposits and lending it to somebody else. Taking uh, doing the right thing for your customer is to have those customer deposits segregated in a safe place and taking care of them, um, and while helping your customers um, save for the future. So. There's a lot to be said, and um, the regulators, um, including myself as an ex-regulator, uh, get a bad rap for, oh, we're the fun police, um, we mm. stop growth. Well, you know what? We don't. And mm -hmm. actually, it's times like this when the regulator uh, is usually right. Mm -hmm. And uh, as my boss, Mark Dickens, used to say, if the markets were clean and developed, you wouldn't need a regulator. Um, mm -hmm. And more now than ever, um, do you need internal controls to be in place to protect those assets? You need security systems to make sure there are no unauthorized hacks. Mm -hmm. And um, so all of these procedures are in traditional finance. Um, and that's what I've helped companies uh, do in terms of uh, put them in place and make mm -hmm. sure that they get tested and people get licenses from that. Um, and then go on to make more money um, to do that. And that's what I think is a big area that um, uh, digital assets will need to move into. The whole area of digital assets is a fascinating area that has so much growth potential and so much uh, opportunity in it. Mm -hmm. But it just takes a few people to ruin the reputation and actually have this contagion happening. And you know what? It's going to take a while for everybody to calm down. Hopefully, investors will get their money back and we'll be able to draw them back into uh, the markets. But for now, um, we need to see how the liquidators are going to work. We're, it's going to be very interesting to uh, see how um, claims are going to be um, uh, dealt with by the mm -hmm. liquidators. Because this is truly one of the biggest liquidations ever um, uh, next to Mt. Gox uh, for uh, digital assets or a digital asset exchange. So this is cutting edge what uh, Mr. Ray is going to be doing, who is the new CEO of FTX uh, in its liquidation format. So I don't know if that answers wow. your question, but um, it, it definitely is cutting edge right now. Um, and how will a million investors be taken care of? How will they file forms? What do you do when the exchange doesn't send you statements? Mm -hmm. You better have taken pictures of your um, holdings. Mm -hmm. 
um, so that you can prove your holdings. And these are all things that um, are really never really thought about issues before. Um, and as I talk to people, I've been telling them, make sure you take uh, screenshots, make sure you keep records of all your emails and so on and so forth. Um, Great because tips. you need to file them. Yeah. 100%. And that's a great segue, actually, into kind of my next question, which is really around the role of the regulatory um, framework um, around crypto. I mean, so no one has a crystal ball here. You know, how are you viewing the future of crypto? Um, you know, is this FTX saga the death knell for the sector? Or is it more the Lehman moment, which triggers the birth of a regulated crypto world? And and really, what does regulation mean for crypto? Right? Is it does it become sort of closer to traditional finance in that case? Well, I've always advocated for uh, regulation, and in fact, I've been trying to talk to many regulators um, to put in more and more um, guidelines so that people know what to do um, if they're running an exchange. So. In fairness, you've got a lot of really smart people mm -hmm. um, that have come and they're technologists, but they're not people that have worked in the financial services industry and they don't really know that, oh, there's a fiduciary duty there. And the compliance culture um, and the thought processes behind internal controls, they don't get those. So to answer your question in terms of where do I see um, digital assets going, I see them as a real asset class and mm -hmm. what they've come from and where they are going have brought so many additional new benefits to the world in terms of um, you're seeing blockchain, you're seeing mm -hmm. clearing systems being developed. And it's very much like in 1994 uh, to 1997, mm -hmm. the growth in the stock markets and how they became more and more developed in Hong Kong. So, with regulation, um, there is more acceptance with digital assets, and obviously there'll be a morphing of what those assets are. Um, with regulation, it becomes a real asset class that investors can eventually get back into and use as a hedging tool. So before this, it was already mm -hmm. happening. You could see it slowly and institutional investors were coming in, yep. they were dabbling, they were putting out funds, and now, uh, because so many have been hurt, there's a lot of people that have just gone, hey, I'm not going to touch this for right now. And there's going to be a falling out. And it's going to be a combination of a Lehman moment, a bit of a Madoff moment, mm -hmm. as well as um, a new moment, because this is a very different asset class from securities. Mm -hmm. And the security and custodial and how the liquidation will be handled. Um, will be very, very different than anything we've seen before. So I think um, uh, the regulators and liquidators that are coming together to deal with this um, have a lot of work on their plate. And um, I really strongly support them uh, because they need to work through a million people that will be filing claims, if not more than a million people. Um, and um, they're going to have to substantiate those claims. So. I can see that the regulatory regime, yes, uh, is definitely going to become a lot stronger. But you know what? It mirrors exactly what's happening in the mm -hmm. securities industry already. And had those people followed what was already in the securities industry, 
custodial, security, um, internal controls, compliance culture, you wouldn't have had this issue. Mm -hmm. And people wouldn't have, um, they would have remembered the term called diversify. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. And risk management. This is where the companies like 3AC, uh, you're seeing um, other companies, um, even for FTX that didn't diversify, didn't have risk management in place didn't monitor their books and just had too much in one asset class. And um, that's why it's it's the old fashioned, you should have many different little, not all your ducks in one uh, place. That's right. Um, Actually, even just thinking about the the liquidation of of kind of assets and you think about Lehman even, right? I mean, you know, Lehman um, exploded in, in 2008. I mean, I still, new people a few years ago who were working at Lehman working mm-hmm. on the liquidation because yep. those were real assets that yep. were being liquidated, right? And it's just going to be quite interesting because how do you, you know, what is the liquidation process going to look like for digital assets, right? Um, and how are retail investors going to be made whole, right? Are they going to be made whole? It's And of course, you know, the reality is retail investors have gotten hurt, right? Yep. I'm so hurt. You know, I guess my next question is, what would you say to a new investor who has lost money um, in this crypto fallout and this digital assets fallout? What are some key lessons you'd like to impart on those who are new learning about investing in this digital asset space. I mean, you said diversification, you said risk management. Those are two amazing principles that we at Sophia, you know, really always talk about. Um, Any other wisdom that you can share? If I were talking to a new investor and even thinking about it myself too, um, you know, when you get so busy and you don't have time to open uh, a second account, mm-hmm. or you don't have time to do the analysis of how to figure out a cold wallet. Yep. Well, guess what? If you're a new investor in crypto, first thing you need to do is to learn how to use a cold wallet. Uh, you need to learn how to use a wallet um, on your phone. Um, there are wallets like Trust Wallet, and there's all sorts of wallets that you can put on your iPhone, uh, like MetaMask. Mm-hmm. And then you need to do an analysis on the exchanges right now. And I think all the exchanges right now are are are, are very worried about their positions. But uh, for now, I think um, I would tell uh, crypto investors to um, focus on uh, learning how to use uh, the, the utensils like a cold wallet, like a wallet um, like MetaMask, um, and learn to be able to, if you want to trade, and if you're going to trade, trade in smaller amounts because of the volatility mm-hmm. right now. That's a great um, tip. I, yeah, there's a lot of volatility right now. And every day there's bad news. Um, uh, the market dips. So if you're a new investor, watch for the bad news yep. and get in <laughs> when that bad news comes in uh, and buy a little bit. Um, and I'm not saying like a lot. I'm saying like, Fifty dollars to a hundred dollars first. So dip your toes, dip learn, your toes and dip don't your toes. go in head first. Normally, if things sound too good to be true, they are too good to be true. And if and Chinese, we have a saying that 
如果夾乸係金嘅，可以走嚟走去咧，地、uh, we'd be all rich. But if there were golden gooses running around central right now, um, <laughs> then we'd be all rich. But unfortunately, there are no golden gooses. So for those that um are strong in the stomach, um, uh, that can take a ride. Um, this is a good time for you to learn how to get into the digital assets market. But if you do do it, um, you really need to, uh, number one, learn the walleting, learn security, um, as well as I really wouldn't invest too much right now because it's way too volatile. But just get yourself ready. Um, there will be different products that will be developed in time. Um, and you're seeing uh, different houses come out as different um, organizations in traditional finance are starting mm -hmm. to move into digital assets. And then you've seen the crypto firms try to move into traditional finance. So for the ones that are highly regulated, those are the ones you want to move towards in terms of if you want to get into um, uh, digital assets right now. Um, it is at a low. Uh, it is at a very low right now. I I think that it's still going to drop with uh, every day. There's additional bad news, mm -hmm. um, so it could be a possible buying uh, opportunity. Not financial or investment advice, but just keep a watch of the market. But make sure that you're equipped to know how to get into a market um, and how to protect yourself uh, when you trade uh, and if you trade. So, so learn, get get comfortable, learn the tools, learn the walleting, talk yep. to people and, and just and if it's um, too good to be true, it don't is. do it. Yes. It usually is. Um, so that's the thing that I would probably say would be most important. Okay. So I want to close now with general <laughs> investing principles um, mm -hmm. for our listeners. You know, what are some of your favorite ones? I mean, you know, we've talked about a few on this on this episode already. Are there any more that you want to close with? I think um, for Sophia women and for women, um, there's this, I, I was sitting down with somebody yesterday and they were like, you know, I'm so not money-minded. Oh, I, I, I really don't know how to account for stuff. I'm like, look, number one, it's not rocket science. Yes, it's Number not. Number two, the more that you tell yourself that you're not, you're not going to take the time out to learn either how to balance your books, how to look at stocks, how to get involved in other um, assets, which could include digital assets, which could include property, which could include um, just putting your money in a bank and getting 3.5 to 4% interest. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Banks are offering three to four percent interest right now. Higher, higher now. Yeah, yeah, even higher. So you know that's dummy proof. So if you have um, cash, then that's one way of locking in at least a general return. Um, and you know what? Maybe you don't buy that Hermes bag and you put your however much it costs for the Hermes bag in a. Uh, a CD uh, for a period of time. And hopefully the amount of interest that you get will be able to help you buy another bag when you take it out. 
but we're getting the best interest rates where you don't have to do a single thing. Mm -hmm. All you need to do is do a little bit of research and go uh, to banks, talk to them and negotiate a better rate. The second thing is, as I said again, um, diversify, diversify, diversify. Nobody should put all their assets into one thing. And thankfully, even though I've gotten hit, um, uh, a bit with FTX. I mean, I have my assets in different things, including mm -hmm. property, stock, um, as well as other funds and investments. And it's really important to diversify. And I have always been really pro on one area, and that is property. Mm -hmm. Property has been the only way that in America, you can actually have a way for financial wealth. Because let's say you buy a property um, at a decent price um, and you pay it down if you've taken out a loan, you can take out a second loan um, to possibly buy another property once you paid down that. And that's how you start building um, family wealth uh, by using leverage carefully. Now, yes. obviously this is not a good time right now because interest rates are very high, but just doing the research finding a place that you want to invest in and it could be in hong kong hong kong property is 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 lower now and and honestly you need to live somewhere mm -hmm. and it's better that you're paying down your mortgage than to pay rent um and this is something that i've always tried to talk to people about that they should think about by buying something um so that they have a little bit of a nest egg um if not there are other markets that you can buy things with and then likewise, um, if you're a newbie, you can learn about it, but really, really be careful about derivatives and leverage. And in digital assets, um, we have features and options in digital assets. Now, the good thing is with digital assets, you put in that one coin into a futures product, you ramp it up to 100 times leverage. Guess what? you will lose that one Bitcoin in two seconds. <laughs> um, if you put less leverage, you may lose it in an hour. But whatever the case, if you put in that one Bitcoin, that's all you're going to lose. Thank God for that. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're trading futures um, on a spot market or a market with securities, really get to know what are the terms because if you fail to make mortgage payments or you cannot pay uh, your futures contracts down, which is why you don't want to trade in futures unless you really know what you're doing, um, then you could be subject of collections and collections agencies. So keep it simple. Really, yeah, keep it simple. Um, know what you're getting into and study what you're getting into. And that's the most important thing for all women and men in Hong Kong that want to get into uh, building a nest egg. And it comes from just hard work and doing a little bit of budgeting. That's awesome. It's been so wonderful chatting with you, Angelina. I hope it's not the last time. Yep. I definitely Always. want to talk more about, you know, the future for digital assets and crypto. And I think, you know, hearing what you had to say on the regulatory side of the equation is so fascinating. So thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks so much, Christine. Looking forward to it next time. Absolutely.
We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Money Makers podcast brought to you by Sophia, the education platform for women. Visit sophiawomen.com and use code PODCAST10 to receive a 10% discount on all our courses. Learn, invest and change the world.